This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Pat Gray coming up on the Glenn Beck program today. Governor Abbott has finally stepped up to the plate in putting Texas first. His master plan expands the state's blockchain industry. Also, talking about building a wall. Uh, we spoke with Lisa Keogh, a Scottish student who's been investigated for saying the unthinkable. She actually had the unmitigated gall to say that only women have vaginas and that men are physically stronger than women. <laughs> Just, uh, wow. A uh, Texas newspaper is refusing to give a description of the suspect from a mass shooting over the weekend because of stereotypes. Uh, and Glenn also warns you about the dangers of indulging in apple pie because it's so racist now. All that and a lot more on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. that joe biden this weekend weren't you proud oh weren't man. you proud yeah i've never been more proud, proud to be, be an american, american. Or, yes yes at least i know our president's senile uh, uh now what makes you say that <laughs> well i you think you're gonna that? see here in just a minute uh <laughs> several of the things that right. make me say where that. would you like to start there pat i mean uh, that's a it's a big big meal i don't know if we could it do is. it in one sitting uh, let's look at the, uh, sod sheet and, uh, what do you say we go to, uh, cut four, please. I'm sorry. I'm going to get in trouble with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob Bloomberg. My gosh, she says that all the time. All the time. When you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? To 120 make? days. Give me a break. Uh, Need time to what it is, man. But you're not having a joint press conference with Putin. Why not take the chance to stand side by side with him and say those things to him with the world watching? This is not a contest about who can do better in front of a press conference or try to embarrass each other. Eh, It's about making myself very clear what the conditions are to get a better relationship are with Russia. Okay, can you stop for a second? As he was talking about Russia, um, he kept saying that uh, they, you know, they have real deep uh, differences uh, on Syria and they're going to need to work together. Except he wasn't saying Syria uh, three times. He called uh, Syria uh, Libya. And uh, I know mm-hmm. because I, as I'm watching it, I'm like, Libya, what is I know, going what's on the deal in Libya I... with Libya? We haven't had a problem <laughs> well, since Gaddafi died, have we? Yeah. Uh, Hey, but I want you to know uh, the president has been kind enough, kind enough uh, to send in a a new song. uh, And I just I I thought we'd play it for you here. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's tender. It's loving. Touching. More sniffing than touching, but. Time outside my mind, and when I speak, 
There's tons of words I cannot find I sometimes think I'll pass out on the floor I'm Joe Tell me what am I here for Cause I'm bleeding from my eyes And I've got that creepy smile Being president is exhausting Let me nap a little while When it comes to what I'll say You can see I have no clue But the one thing you can bet is It's not true Ooh, my lyrics I long to smell the shampoo in your And my matlock on the tube Tell me how this sentence ends For I haven't got a clue Jen Pisaki I'm really Pisakin' I need you Time for your cup of pills now. All right. Uh, here's something that he did say this weekend that I thought was really important because the this is planting a seed. And he has said it now. This is the fourth time that I have heard him say this. He's planting a seed. And it's really important that you understand it. This is, well, uh, let me play it and then I'll tell you what it's all about. I think we're in a uh, context, five, please. not with China per se, but a context with autocrats, autocratic governments around the world, as whether or not democracies can compete with them in the rapidly changing 21st century. And I think how we act and whether we pull together as democracies is going to uh, determine whether our grandkids look back 15 years from now and say, did they step up? Our democracy is as relevant and as powerful as they have been. And I walked away from the meeting with all my colleagues believing that they are convinced that that is correct now, too. Not, I shouldn't say now, not just because of me, but they believe that to be the case. And so I think you're going to see just straightforward dealing uh, with China. And again, we're not looking, as I've told uh, Xi Jinping myself, uh, I'm not looking for conflict. Uh, where we cooperate, we'll cooperate. Where we disagree, I'm going to state it frankly. Okay. So what did he say? We're in a contest, not with China, but with autocratic governments around the world as to whether or not democracies can compete with them in the rapidly changing 21st century. 
Now, he follows this with a very nice little idea of, you know, that's why we all have to come together and work together for our grandchildren, and they'll ask themselves in 15 years. Um, wow, that's a, short, that's a short window, isn't it? They're going to ask themselves in 15 years whether or not a democracy, if they did the right thing right now, if democracies survive or not. Um, but he's right. And the plan is, is not uh, the United States being the United States and England being England and Germany being Germany and them all working together because they choose to work together, yet they all have their own, their own uh, uh, freedom. It's not that. It's the Great Reset where the governments get together. Did you know that one of the first things he did over in... Um, uh, over uh, at this at this uh, G7 summit, do you know the first thing he did was get all of them to agree on a minimum corporate tax. So now the world, no one will no one will tax less than fifteen percent. Excuse me. They're making a world where you cannot escape. It is it is the definition of a one world government. When when Donald Trump said, I put America first, a lot of people are like that's crazy. That is. Oh, my gosh. He's Adolf Hitler. No, we we should be in competition for the best ideas and the best uh, policies. We all should be. We should be in competition. This is a monopoly of governments. When they're all colluding with each other, they're taking your escape away. They're taking your right to say, I don't want to live that way. I want to go live someplace else. That's why the federal government is supposed to be so small, because we have 50 little laboratories going on in the United States. And you may not like Texas. Texas is very different from California, as Californians now know. And uh, and you may not like it. That's fine. Live in California. You want big government. You want a whole bunch of regulations. You want things that make you pay an arm and a leg for gasoline. Have at it. Live in California. You also get the nice weather. In Texas, you're going to get heat like you're in hell, except it's so humid I'm, well, I'm not sure if, if hell is humid or not. I, I've always thought of it as a dry heat, uh, but that sounds too much like Phoenix, which is lovely this time of year. Um, so, you know, but you're free in Texas. You're free. This is all about the Great Reset. By the way, up on the front page of glenbeck.com, uh, we have a letter to Congress, how you could fight back against the Great Reset. Please go to glenbeck.com uh, and read that letter. If you agree with it, please send it to your congressmen, your senators, send it to everybody you know. I don't think they are on top of this like they should be. And maybe, maybe some of them are for it. I don't know. But I don't think you'll be for it. Uh, once you understand, truly understand what is uh, what is going on with the Great Reset. Um, by the way, I don't know if you heard Donald Trump. Did you ever think you'd miss him?
I mean, seriously, I'm not talking to most conservatives. I'm I'm talking to people who are like, I just can't stand him. I just I just hate him so much for what he says. <laughs> he's just so awful. Uh, you miss him yet? You miss him? Oh, he's such a liar. Is he? Did you see what he said this weekend? Um, really, it's have you noticed that they're now all admitting I was right about everything they lied about before the election? Hydroxychloroquine works. That story just came out this last week. We've been telling you that. Of course, we've been banned for that. Uh, we've been telling you that. Um, Donald Trump told you that really early on. Take hydroxychloroquine. It works. Uh, he said, also, the virus came from a Chinese lab. Looks like I was right on that. Hunter Biden's laptop was real, not from Russia. Lafayette Square was not cleared by me for a photo op. Uh, the Russian bounty story was fake. Uh, we did produce vaccines before the end of 2020 in record time. This one really drives me out of my mind because Biden is now taking credit and he said, and I quote, we have a dark winter ahead of us and there's not going to be a miracle, man. That would be a miracle to be able to have that vaccine. Uh, we're not going to have a miracle. And quite honestly, if there is a vaccine, I, I wouldn't take it if, if he was responsible for it. Well, now he can take it because he's claiming responsibility for something that he didn't do. Blue state lockdowns didn't work. Schools should be reopened. Critical race theory is a disaster for our schools and our country. Our southern border security program was an unprecedented success. Yep. Yep. Wait until inflation hits. Oh, you're not going to give a flying crap what he says on Twitter. You won't care at all. Because inflation is going to bankrupt so many people. And you know who will hurt first? The poor people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a great story today on BLM. What happened to the money? I'm going to tell you what happened to the money. The white liberal progressive Democrats that headed all of this stuff up and BLM Global Network, they took your money. They screwed the black man yet again, yet again. And we told you that. But did anybody listen? No, we were banned. I got a job, he's a mine. Influencer, operative thing, probably working for Putin. Don't listen to him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, once again, the white liberal screwed the black community. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott is becoming the governor that we elected, and he was until COVID. I, I really like Greg Abbott and was disappointed. I don't, I, so many people like really turned on him. Mm -hmm. I didn't turn on him. I actually like him still. I'm just disappointed. I, I want Texas to lead the way. Not some chick like Christy Gnome. Um, you know, or, or Rick DeSantis. I mean, they're, they have been knocking it out of the park. 
and uh, and and Governor Abbott didn't. And he kind of played the middle ground, don't you think, Pat? Yeah, he did. And that really pissed people off. I didn't get that angry at him. I just was like you. I I was disappointed. And now, though, it seems like he's back on track. He's found his way again. Well, it might be for a couple of things he's done. <clears throat> Here's one. Uh, this weekend, he signed into law uh, a, a new bill uh, that supports Bitcoin. He put a virtual currency under the Texas Uniform Commercial Code. Man, that's sexy. Man, who doesn't want to know more? Um, what he did was... What he did was uh, he created a master plan to expand the master plan. That's why he wanted to do it. We don't use the word master. Oh, my gosh. He did a master plan to expand the state's blockchain industry. Texas is the second state to do that. Wyoming was the first to recognize blockchain and cryptocurrency in its uniform commercial code which governs all the commercial transactions. So now we will strengthen that at a time when the United States government is waffling. Um, Texas is now standing up and saying, mm -mm, we accept uh, Bitcoin as currency in this state. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see, uh, see what happens. But he's basically inviting all the blockchain people. Hey, come work here in texas and uh and will protect your business blockchain i think is going to be very very it's either going to be very good or the bad guys will get a hold of it and uh blockchain will be the death of all of us <laughs> i'm just saying it always ends with a bullet in the head that's beautiful anyway <clears throat> thank you uh anyway he also signed a law banning zuckerbucks in texas that prohibits uh, private groups like the one supported by Zuckerberg from spending millions to administer elections as Zuckerberg and others did in Texas. Here's another thing he did. He is unveiling a plan to reveal uh, a, uh, a new wall in Texas. He said, if the United States government won't do it, then Texas will. And he made this announcement to law enforcement officers and county judges and mayors during a border security summit in Del Rio last week. He said, I'll announce the plan next week. That's this week for the state of Texas to begin building a border wall in the state of Texas. Finally. Wow. Finally. Fi I mean, he's going to be sued by the United States yeah, government. Of Ken Paxton always seems to win those. Our attorney general always seems to win those. By the way, have you noticed how many lawsuits the Biden administration is losing right now? No. How many? Oh, my gosh. You are not following this. Uh, first of all, the assault weapons ban in California was just overturned okay, uh, right. in a federal right. court. Um, you have the uh, thing in Wisconsin where the farmers pushed back and said, wait a minute, oh, white, yeah. black, we're right. all farmers. Yep. They just stayed that. And the judge said, this has a very good chance of winning. So, nope, you got to stop doing that. And what's amazing is um, the federal government basically said, no, we're going to do it anyway. 
I mean, when, when, where did this big love for, you know, our judicial system <laughs> right. uh, go, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so he is uh, building a mm. wall at the same time DHS <laughs> has canceled Trump's office for victims of illegal immigrant crimes. So what he had set mm. up was a hotline if you were a victim of an illegal immigrant, you could call and it would go to ICE and they would help you on this. Well, my gosh, the Immigration Crime Engagement Office has got to go. It has got to go. So they shut it down. Well, they didn't shut it down. They just they tweaked it a little bit. Um, they've they've tweaked it just a little bit um now instead of reporting that you are a victim of a crime perpetrated on you by an illegal alien um now when you call um you can um you know you can say hey i don't have really any immigration status uh can i can you help me get a visa can you help me? I'm I'm an illegal alien, and can you help me? Because, ooh, it's pretty hostile out there, uh, and I really need some help. So it was changed just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, wow. only 180 degrees, uh, and that's as you know, half a circle. And then halfway, they and halfway. then they wonder why do we have an immigration crisis at the border? Uh, they just yeah, keep exactly doing right. these things to invite this problem yes. to get worse, and it is getting worse every single day. So, so a border wall. They're would be doing phenomenal. this. It would be phenomenal. Um, they're doing this while um, uh, while this crisis is going on. Nobody is paying attention to the border cities, which are just being overrun, and and just the people are going to be destitute. They can't afford all of this. The ranchers, they have no idea who's on their land, what's going on. It's a really dangerous situation. Well, Laura Trump came out this weekend. Oh, my. <laughs> she advised people who live on the southern border to arm up and get guns in response to the surge of migrants that are arriving. Yeah, Laura Trump said mm -hmm. Joe Biden's border response was disgraceful. Uh, she said, I don't know what to tell the people that live at the southern border. I guess, I mean, arm up, get guns, be ready. I mean, maybe they're going to have to start taking matters into their own hands. It should never happen. These people should never have made this dangerous journey here. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> of course, the the media is saying that she's inciting violence. Mm -hmm. You know, by calling on right wing lunatic vigilantes to take up arms. I think she was I think what I like to call those people is uh, ranchers, um, you know, people who have had a farm there on the border for a very long time and uh, no one seems to help them ever. Uh, I think uh, I think also it's uh, it, it's why you have a gun. Because yeah. it's your responsibility, your responsibility to protect your family, not to go and round them up, right? string them up. It's, it's not that. It's if I'm a rancher and I have people that are constantly coming on my ranch and they're leaving garbage and trash and everything else, am I going to shoot somebody for that? Of course no. not. No. 
But if I don't know who they are and I know some of them are not entirely innocent, I'm going to have guns to protect my family and I will shoot. I'll shoot you right in the head. Because it always ends with a bullet in the head. I'm just saying. That's always. What, uh, it's, it's a rule always. of some sort. I'd, I'd love to see some of these Democrats own ranches at the border where they're out there all by themselves, where it would take border agents, who knows, hours to get to them in some cases, where they've got no idea who's coming onto their property or what they're doing or if they uh, have ill intent. And see if you don't think you should arm up as well. I think you'd well, hear a different tune if they had to do that. I would I would like to challenge the Austin American state statesman, uh, the people that work there. Uh, put yourself in the shoes of one of the people that mm-hmm. lost a loved one in that shooting, uh, a mass shooting of 13 people. It was on Friday night and uh, the newspaper would not say and identify anything of the uh, shooter. It said, police have only released a vague description of the suspect uh, shooter as of Saturday morning, and the Austin American statesman is not including the description, as it is too vague at this time to be useful in identifying the shooter, and such publication could be harmful in perpetuating stereotypes. If more detailed information (laughs) is released, we'll update our reporting. That's... So here's what they said uh, at 4 a.m. after this mass shooting. Uh, the Austin Police Department describes the suspect as a black male with dreadlocks wearing a black shirt and a skinny build. Now, if you weren't up at 4 a.m. to hear that press conference, gee, it would be nice to have that in the paper or to hear that on the radio the next morning. So if you happen to see a guy who is a skinny build, wearing a black shirt and had dreadlocks and he was black, you might be able to say, hey, I don't know if this is the guy, but there's a guy that looks like that here. And then police could come. I mean, if, you know, if the shooter was like, he's white, I mean, really, he's albino white. Uh, He's so white and uh, white, 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 white. And he's wearing even Mr. Clean's uniform. He's wearing a white outfit with the Confederate flag on the back. Mm. I'd want to know that. Mm -hmm. I'd want to know that somebody is coming in, you know, uh, that's, you know, albino white or just white. And you can tell me that they have distinctive hair. I'm not going to shoot the guy. But I might go into the back while I get him a cup of coffee and just, hey, I just want you to know, a guy who fits that description is here. Probably not the guy, um, but could be. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. And for the the Austin statesman to claim that they can't give the description because it's stereotyping him. Wait, what's the stereotype you're promoting there? Are you saying that? Only black men uh, shoot people? Because I'm not familiar with that stereotype at all. What a bizarre statement to, to say that you're not going to tell, you're, you're not going to describe the person because that fits into a stereotype. Well, that's your own See, racism. It's weird speaking. because <clears throat> I focused on the dreadlocks. Did you? I really did. Yeah. When I read that description, I focused on the dreadlocks because it was mm. just like black male. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help. That really doesn't help. 
But when you say black male, skinny, mm, now black male, skinny with dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, you've at least narrowed it down some. It would be like saying, you know, a white male, uh, really fat with a mohawk. Okay, there's probably a lot of people that might appear to be fat and white with a mohawk. But we should let the police know one of them is here in our coffee shop. What this is, this is nothing more than political correctness gone crazy. Mm -hmm. And honestly, crazy white people uh, trying to just... uh, you know, just to change the world because, oh, white people are so bad. And yes, I know I'm I'm a white person and I'll never forgive myself for being born as that. I mean, I had so much choice in that and I, I, sh- I chose wrong. I chose wrong. I should have been born black, but uh, I'm not. I was born. I was born white. And damn it, I could have done something about it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Are you prepared for the next prolonged food shortage in America? As we've recently seen, we are one hack away from losing major supply lines on pretty much anything, it looks like. 98% of Americans only have a few days worth of food at home. That's why I strongly urge you to get a life-saving stockpile of food from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's pioneer in emergency preparedness and self-reliance, and I've recommended them highly for years. I know the people at My Patriot Supply. They're friends. Just go to preparewithglenn.com right now, and you'll save 25% off a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Food lasts up to 25 years, a much-needed 2,000-calorie delicious food every single time. And you can go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Save 25% off their absolute bare minimum that you should have, the four-week food kit. Don't wait before it's too late. Act. Don't react. Go to preparewithglenn.com now. It's Friday night. You're in the air on an Atlanta-bound flight. And somebody stands up and commandeers the public announcement system. And he talks about killing everyone. Then there's an on-flight scuffle. Then the captain immediately says, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. All able-bodied men, please come to the front of the plane for an emergency. You're standing there, or you're sitting there. How many people do you think get up? Mm. Five. <laughs> That's a very specific number. I wasn't actually. I was looking. You were for really a looking lot, for a number. A few, but okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, looking for right. a number. But <laughs> let's I'm see sorry. if you're closest without going over. All right. Um, <laughs> Is this the Yodler uh, game where uh, I go over the top of the mountain? I just fall because I went too far. If it's only four. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the passengers said that I was sitting in my chair. I feared the worst. I prayed that God would protect my family in case I was gone. He said he and a passenger next to him bolted from their seats to help. He said, but we didn't get very far. In fact, we got nowhere near because basically every man on the plane stepped up. 
and was in wow. the aisle. Good. Isn't that great? Yeah. So it was yeah. more than five, apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't go over that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I win. Um, as they may. <laughs> Uh, a sock. Oh, a sock. Wow, nice. Okay. In the face. <laughs> As uh, they made their way to the front of the plane, uh, the flight attendant mm. said, The situation's under control. Please return to your seats. He said it was a very tense, very adrenaline fueled moment, especially with all that testosterone that must have been pumping through. Why didn't they mm-hmm. ask the women to do it? Are they saying that women. Uh, what don't have the body mass are 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 somehow or another in uh, uh, unable to aid in a situation like that oh my gosh you know there are people that are thinking that uh once the plane landed the unruly uh passenger was taken into custody and he was taken to the hospital now the reason why he was taken to the hospital is because one of the one of the uh, witnesses was actually sitting in a chair or in a seat next to him. He was an off-duty uh, Delta flight attendant, and um, he said that it was very uncomfortable just sitting next to him. He said, "I could just feel something was wrong," and it might have been the fact that he was wearing a helmet, shoulder pads, and knee pads. You know, that, that might be a tip. Uh, are you a football player or just crazy? Um, which which one do you think it is? Um, and then he look, looked at him through the face mask on the football helmet and said, what's your name? And he was like, pardon me? It's like, uh, what's your name? Now, do you tell a guy wearing... Shoulder pads, knee pads, and a football helmet on the flight next to you that you've never met. Do you do you tell him your name, or do you just give him a fake name? Um, I give him a fake name. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give him a fake name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, no, uh, what happened was uh, he gave him his real name, and then he took out a piece of paper and wrote it down, and then handed it to the uh, stewardess. And apparently it said... Steve Johansenberg sitting next to me. He's a terrorist. Now, put yourself in the role Weird. of the stewardess. Wow. Yeah. You've yeah. got a uh, you've got a guy who works for your company and he is, you know, he's a he's a currently, you know, he's just flying from another city because I guess maybe he has just stopped, you know, on another flight, so he's flying back home perhaps. And he works for your company and he hands you that. Do you take that seriously? I mean, yes, he works for the company, but he's also wearing a football helmet, shoulder pads and knee pads. I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. If I had it to do all over again, I guess I would have listened to him. Uh, but it didn't turn out to be that way. Um, then he bolted up from his chair and tried to hijack the plane. He said he was going to kill everybody. Um, what's really nice is the guy that was sitting next to him. Listen to what he said. Passenger, uh, sitting next to the man said he felt very uncomfortable. The guy who asked a lot of very personal questions and then wanted his name and spelling the passenger, uh, 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 said that the man wrote the note flight attendant accusing him of being a hijacker he said he was dressed quite oddly wearing a helmet with elbow and knee pads oh so not shoulder pads 
Um, and uh, he said, I was hoping to sleep on that flight, but it didn't really happen because of the guy who was sitting next to me. He said, however, if anything, it really brings to light the need for more awareness on the mental health crisis that I think a lot of people are having having right now, especially aggravate, uh, aggravated by the pandemic. I don't know if I would have said that right after I stepped off that plane. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was I was contemplating the great need for, you know, how many people are suffering right now? I mean, what is this guy? He's like a priest. Uh uh, but I think it's, I mean, that's a nice way to end it because the guy clearly was disturbed. Da, 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 da.